0: SAFM. The Jet Said Breakfast on SAFM. Destination unknown.
1: Well, the question for the destination, I think it was super easy. It seemed like lots and lots of you got that one right. And uh, the clue was we are seated in the highest court of the land. It's a living museum that tells the story of South Africa's journey to democracy. The answer, well, on the line, we have Dawn Robertson. And uh, I won't even give her title because that's just the total giveaway. Dawn, where are we going to today? Hi, and welcome everybody to Constitution (laughs) Hill. A living museum, but also a creative hub in the province. So Dawn, it is, as you say, a living museum and there is plenty that takes place on the hill. In particular, uh, we are going to be celebrating 10 years of the Basha Uhuru Freedom Festival. Tell us a little bit about that festival. I mean, 10 years is not to be sniffed at.
0: Not at all, Michelle. We're really, really excited. In fact, we didn't realize when we started planning for this year that we were actually 10 years old. And you know that in the last two, three years, we've had to move the festival out of June, which traditionally held, as a celebration of the youth of this country, the sacrifices they've made, and the work that they're doing, the creative work that they're doing to actually make this an amazing South Africa. Um, And we were hoping, we were truly hoping to have Da Huru in June this year. Um, But as you know, lockdown restrictions are still in place. We could only have 2,000 people. We didn't think it was worthwhile, so we made the strategic decision to move out to October once again. And thank goodness for that, because all restrictions were lifted. And so now we're having a fully blown 10-year anniversary of our show, but we will be back in June
1: next year. So when you talk about a fully blown festival, um, which runs from the 25th to the 29th of October, which means that it does run for entire week one assumes then that it is not just going to be a festival of um, performance events but there may be um, discussions and debates as well
0: yes michelle so so in 2021 with lockdown uh, we started a program we called the creative uprising which was always uh, you know which is intended to be an always on program and a lot of that was done um, with live sessions as well as streaming, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and the decision was made that that must become an always-on thing. So with the you know the, the morphing of Constitution Hill not only as uh, a tourist attraction but as a creative hub, uh, and with the installation of the train Studios, the Transfec Studios, which are artist studio spaces, we started to host programs that are always-on to support creatives. So this year's Basha Uhuru has this creative week, which is really a pinnacle of the, the, the smaller talks and discussions that we're having. It's our always-on program that will continue post-Basha this year. And it ranges from, you know, master classes to panel discussions to networking sessions. We're really hoping that our creative membership database, which we have built over the last two or three years, will really help us to kind of curate what these uh, programs should be about. And this is what we've
1: used to curate uh, Creative Week this year. Dawn, let's talk about, um, you know, I I mentioned earlier that we're covering a lot of um, festivals that are happening and also many of them include issues and conversations around business and business and the arts and the like. I suppose my, my question is, at what point do we bring all of this together so that it starts to become real policy, real legislation, and make a real difference, as opposed to various different siloed conversations.
0: Yeah. And Michelle, I mean, I think, you know, you and I both know that this is a particular challenge yeah. in South Africa. Um, and obviously, we work within the provincial government, and I'd like to believe that we've made a real case for the creative economy in housing provincial government. Because for the first time, we are seeing a serious uh, attention on this area. Obviously, it hasn't impacted in policy yet, but it has impacted on the implementation of programs. So in housing we have a war room, which looks at the nine particular sectors of the economy that housing is driving. The creative economy is one of those. And we are located in the war room, which means we get particular attention for the first time we've actually had resources allocated to the work that we're doing. And that's what allows us to kind of do this always-on program, always-on support program. So whilst special Ruru is a festival and the kind of clinical, we've got a lot of other programs which we're kicking in uh, around market access for creators, uh, product development, enterprise support, uh, and some of these are structured programs and others are really about... Uh, you know, conversations, masterclasses. Cl- master We've been a lot of focus on master classes. They're short, they're sharp, they're being the experts that can actually get the message in your class. And we're working in partnership. We're not doing this alone. Yeah. Uh, we have about 10 particular partners that we have gone into partnership with, so we're working with the experts in the particular areas to implement these programs. So, yes, I, I you know, hope that we can make some serious
1: policy inroads yeah. But for now, it's just about making the case and making the argument in the spaces that we care. So the province calls it the war room. Are we winning the battle or are we winning the war? <laughs> Good question. I'd like
0: to believe that this is winning the battle. Uh, you know, but it's hard. It's hard to always be that lone voice saying, that, yeah. oh, well, you we can't talk about jobs in the creative sector. So, I mean, one of the big wins for me uh, was getting them to understand that we're not going to count jobs. Yeah. we're going to count economic opportunities. So if a creative gets a gig for two days on a particular project, it's an economic opportunity and it can be Absolutely. counted towards that. And the recognition of that, you know, because always be it from, you know, the seaters and stuff like that, we've always not got the recognition we receive or the resources we need because we not we can't actually count those jobs. Yeah. Um, so in the province, we've moved past that. And for me now, I'm not saying that this is the all and end all, but it's the start to actually starting to make uh, the right impacts that we need to.
1: Fantastic. Good answer, Dawn. Dawn Robertson is the CEO of Constitution Hill. They are celebrating 10 years of Basha Uhuru, the Freedom Festival. It's a great festival. And if you can attend, um, it starts from the 25th of October. It runs until the 29th, and there's going to be a festival, music festival on the 29th with some fabulous musicians performing as part of it as well. So check it out. Go online. Have a look. Go to Constitution Hill. Go and look at the art in the actual um, constitutional court building. Go and look at the museums all around the hill. Go to the um, refire fire or the fire studios, the music studios, and just participate in your city. It's 8.30.